We've been talking in the last several episodes about the process, the alchemical process of turning base metal into gold. And obviously that's a metaphor. Hopefully you've been following along. And if you have been following along, you realize that turning base metal into gold is a lengthy and complicated process. Yes. <laughs> you know, you may discuss, well, you may remember that we discussed a, quite a long time ago in the very first stage of our podcast that the first stage of alchemy is called what? Do you remember? Do you remember that term? To fake <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was it. That's exactly what it was called. Petite. Uh, melanosis. Melanosis. Melanosis is is the <laughs> the blackening or the destroying phase. Now that sounds really intense, but here's the reality. For anything new to live, something first must, must die. Must die. That sounds intense too, doesn't it? <laughs> but you know, obviously it's metaphoric. It's not literal. And we've been talking about putting to death old dietary habits, mm-hmm. putting to death old thinking, thinking. processes. Mm-hmm. And now we move dun, up dun, a level dun. from physical, mental to the emotional processes where we clean the slate, so to speak, and bring in new emotions. And that's why it's really imperative in alchemy to go through the cleanup process first, because you also may recall there's three steps that we have to go through, Bersaba, to, to uh, well, two steps to get us to wake up. What, what, what are those steps? Grow up. Yes, and? Clean up. Yes, clean up has to come first. So we clean up, then we grow up, and, and we, we wake, wake up. up. And, and so... You have to go through the cleanup process first before you grow up and ultimately wake up. Mm-hmm. As difficult, now now here's the thing, as difficult as cleaning up the physical body may be, mm-hmm. we talked a lot about that, Yeah, dietary issues, mm-hmm. toxins, etc. As difficult as cleaning up the mental mo- body may be, what's the most difficult in your experience? You've done a lot of cleanup work, Bersaba, and so have I. Um, yeah. What's in your experience, the most difficult cleanup process? The emotional. And, and why is that, in your opinion? Well, because we make all of our decisions based upon how we feel to begin. Well, the emotional is where all the, you know, the drama, the baggage. Unresolved all, issues. Unresol- yeah, unresolved issues, all that stuff is right. stuffed. Right. <laughs> and, and again, emotions drive behavior. You, yes. you make every decision, every moment of every day based upon how you believe it'll make you feel. Mm-hmm. Emotions, energy and motion. And yes. so, so cleaning up the emotional body, if you will, mm-hmm. so it's called, is the most time-consuming. How, yes. how long do you think it takes to do that, Bersama? For the rest of your <laughs> life. <laughs> no, I'd like to think not. You, so I pray like, that it's not. You'd like to think <laughs> yeah. not. I like um, to feel free. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I well, want peace. <laughs> and, and one of the best processes that we've learned and experienced and been blessed to be exposed to of cleaning up the emotions is a process that comes right out of the Hindu tradition. It comes out of the Toltec mm-hmm. and, and many others, quite frankly. It's called recapitulation. Now, Bereshava, you you do a lot of work one-on-one with different individuals, and you do a lot of recapitulation. So so give us a brief description of, of what 
recapitulation is. What is that process? Hmm. Okay. So let, let's take a, a situation. I'll take um, one of my own just for the sake of time. Uh, for example, uh, let, go back to when I was five, I think maybe three, three years old. The first time that uh, my father in Iran, because of the revolution, they broke into our house and pulled him out of the house. And actually, he was holding me, so pulled him out of his arms, <laughs> my arms, his arms. Sorry, yeah. I was in his arms. Yeah. So anyway, it, it was traumatic. Um, so let's say in that moment being as traumatic as it was, it affected me in a way that I either made a decision to be a certain way for the rest of my days. And therefore, there there's a part of you, we call it maybe part of your soul, that's stuck in that time. Now, in the process, I will put someone into a meditation state, take them back to that moment and uh, do the healing and then the integrating takes place and we take the learnings and um, whatever it is that, yeah, whatever it is that we need to learn and we bring it back with us. And it's really powerful because it frees you from, you know, living or having an idea that was not even truth. Right. Right. Really, really good description. And and you mentioned the whole piece of your soul in the mystical traditions, the shamanic traditions. They talk about soul retrieval. And that sounds real mystical. Mm. Um, were you going to say something on that? On soul retrieval? Yeah, it sounded like you were taking a breath for something. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it is a soul retrieval. And that's why we feel fragmented and we feel this emptiness within us because we've left parts of ourselves in every situation here and there. Um, and, you know, when there is when you're triggered by it and there's emotions on it, then you're you can see how your energy field is going in one place and another place and another place. Mm -hmm. And then you come to now you're tired, you get emotional over things, you get triggered and you don't know why. And then afterwards you feel horrible because I got super angry. Or you do other things. You start smoking cigarettes, you do a lot of drugs, you start drinking, or you mm. have too much uh, um, sex, or, you know, things that are... Um, Escape mechanisms. Yeah. Yeah. And it's normally... Comfort food. Right. Comfort foods. Anything that um, takes you away from feeling what it is you need to feel, because you're mm. like, no, no, no. I don't want to feel that, nor even think about it, right. because I just no. want to feel good. Yeah. Right. I want to feel good, so then you do things to escape and feel good. And and here's, there's so many things we could riff on on that, but here's the problem with most personal development is they tell you, you have to be positive. No. Right. And you just want to, I've, I remember hearing one teacher say, I just want to feel good. Well, okay. And unfortunately, sometimes... Feeling good is stuffing a lot of unresolved emotional issues because you don't want to resolve them. Right. And hopefully that makes sense to you. And so um, 
that's that's recapitulation in a nutshell, and and it's a very powerful process. You know, Bersabu, I know you have a particular client who's done a whole lot of therapy. Um, both the, you and I have both talked to therapists at different points in our lifetime, and it's very, very different than traditional therapy because your client, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, said that she'd been through a lot of therapy, and one session with you was equivalent to eight hours of therapy. She did. Yeah. But it's it's because first of all it's experiential. Hmm. Um and you get results. I'm not gonna cut you off and say, okay, well that's an hour. Time's up. Time's up. I'll see you later. <laughs> oh, a... I'm sorry, you're in the middle of this? Too bad. <laughs> I mean there we're not we're not uh disrespecting traditional therapy. There is a time and a place to unload your your energy and talk about things with an outside person. And yet I Yes, you can do that here and get results at the same time. Exactly. I, I know when I came out of prison, I knew that I, I needed some help and all my mentors were MIA. And and so I went to a therapist for a short amount of time, and it was uh, me just talking to her the whole time, and then time was up. And I, I, I thought, where's the solution? Mm-hmm. You know, where's the resolution here? Well, time's up. Yeah. See you next week. Um, so anyway, very, very different. And Toltec tradition states that here it is. You must recapitulate. Fully live experientially, like Bersabo described, every single experience in your life. Now, that's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. And so that's why Bersabo said for the rest of your life. And it's... That's why I say start with the main ones, yeah. you know, the traumatic ones. Go right. <laughs> right. And that's what we've learned. There's a tremendous amount of energy you regain as well as freedom you regain mm. from recapitulating in your traumatic experiences. And Toltec says you have to recapitulate even what you perceive to be positive experiences, but you get the biggest ROI initially from your traumatic experiences. Mm-hmm. So here's the here's the thing too, and, and, and this is a rub, is that these things that Bersaba is talking about that drive behavior, that make you upset, that make you angry, that drive you to smoke and drink and and comfort food and all these these destructive habits are unconscious. They're totally unconscious. Mm-hmm. And so so you can't deal with something you're unconscious of. And so one of the greatest things that you and I can do, all of us can do, to empower ourselves and to live happier and more fulfilling lives is to make the unconscious conscious conscious when you bring it up into conscious awareness then you can view it and 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 look at oh here's what's hindering me here's mm-hmm. what's harming me and now i can heal it i can integrate it and set myself free tremendous amount of energy again regained a tremendous amount of freedom question we often hear can you do recapitulation for yourself on yourself Bishop? it's very hard and why is that? I agree. Why is that? Well, because sometimes there are many times that you're unconscious or unaware of why um, you're having this, let's say, problem or something. It's it's hard to take a, a second perspective. It, it really is. It's mm-hmm. very difficult, if not impossible, to take a second person perspective or a neutral position on your, your, own stuff. your own nonsense, your yeah. own emotional issues. So, so recapitulation is not 
just recounting past experiences. It is living them, stepping into them in your own body, being fully present, fully associated, and and to go back through those again. And what, what we've been told and what we found in psychological research is that when you revisit a memory with new resources, new life experiences, new awareness yeah. that you didn't have at an earlier age. You know, I, I'm sure you didn't have a whole lot of resources. You said when they ripped you out of your dad's arms right. and took him, you, you were know. about three or four years yeah. old. I mean, you don't you don't have a lot of resources. And so so now you go back at your current age. Mm-hmm. And you have a whole lot more life experience, a whole yes. lot more resources to deal with it. And when you do that and revisit that memory, you can never again think of it or feel about it the very same way. Mm-hmm. And that's incredibly powerful. So so I've attempted in the past to recapitulate my past relationships, for instance, you know, every single morning. What's so funny? Was there a lot? <laughs> <laughs> there weren't that many. Probably uh, took you a long time. Yeah, they were all horrible. That's why I needed to recapitulate them because I've only had uh, one good relationship in my entire life. He's a smart man. Uh, yes. <laughs> but but I, I attempted for every morning for a year to in my meditation practice to recapitulate and I was that was somewhat successful that's uh, tough but it is very tough I was not entirely successful so well, yeah go ahead Were you no gonna I was going to say the other part is you know what I'm doing my sessions with individuals is that mostly people like for someone to hear them just to listen to them mm. and that in itself is is really comforting and needed when there's trust when there's trust. Right. And rapport. Yeah. And that, that's really important. So so at the end of the day, hopefully this recapitulation, cleaning up unresolved emotional issues is valuable, is a valuable idea and feeling for mm-hmm. you. And by all means, even though it's difficult to do it on your on yourself, do something. Yeah. Do something. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't, you'll continue to live from your past programming. Over and over and over again. Yes. You know, so many times people say to me, well, you know, I've got 50 years experience, James. And I, I look at their life and I say, no, you've got 25 years times two because you haven't done a whole lot right. of di- anything different since you were 25 years old. Mm-hmm. And so that's why it's important, particularly in turbulent times, to to do the cleanup work so that you can grow up and eventually wake up. And I promise you, I think we can both promise you, it's it's work that is well worth the outcome. That's for sure. And if you'd like to have some help and support, both Bearsman and I would love to be here to help and support you. Mm-hmm. So thank you for a couple of moments of your day. Thank Hopefully you this has been valuable. Here. We will talk with you again next week. God bless. Bye. Lots of love. See you.